Allah is worthy of all praise. All praise is due to Allah for His bounties and grace. All praise is due to Allah who made believers brothers in faith. I bear witness, there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah. And I bear witness that Muhammad, may Allah's peace and blessings be upon him, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is Allah's final messenger to the human race. Loved ones, today is a day of joy, forgiveness and blessings. The best day the sun has risen upon is Friday. Enjoy today because it's a day of a great worship. On Friday, the servants of Allah come to the houses of Allah to participate in this great congregational prayer. This great congregational prayer is a great act of worship. We are gathered here to remember Allah. And Allah's Messenger وسلم, said, Whenever a group of people gather to remember Allah, the angels surround them, the mercy envelops them, and the tranquility descends on them. I would like of you to activate your senses so you feel the mercy enveloping you and the tranquility descending on you. Open yourself so you can absorb the mercy that is enveloping you and the tranquility that is descending on you. The fact that you are here now, that means you are seeking after Allah. And Allah seeks after those who seek after Him. The Prophet ﷺ tells us in this holy statement, which means it's the statement of Allah. Whoever comes to Allah walking, Allah comes to him jogging. Today I would like to talk to you about the importance of having brothers and sisters in faith. To be a good worshipper, you need knowledge. To be a good worshipper, you need sincerity. And to be a good worshipper, you need other worshippers. As you know, worship is to make out of yourself a servant to Allah. Worship is the internal and the external submission and subordination out of love, adoration and glorification to the beloved Lord. Worship is a blend of loving, trusting, adoring, cherishing, venerating, fearing and being grateful to the one God, mankind's creator and mercy giver. Islam means submission. The full meaning of worship is to submit yourself to Allah, to do life Allah's way. And the purpose of our existence is to worship Allah. Our mission is to fulfill the purpose of our existence with knowledge and sincerity. And this mission cannot fully be carried out individually. This mission is bigger than us individually. We need each other in order to accomplish this mission. Therefore, Allah made us brothers in faith. And when I say brothers in faith, that does not exclude the sisters. 
The word brotherhood describes how we are, males and females, are related to one another by a common tie. This common tie is the tie of believing in Allah. Allah says in the Quran in 49.10 إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ إِخْوَةً Verily the believers are brothers. Just like members of the same family have the same blood runs in their veins. Brothers in faith have the same faith that dwells in their hearts. And that what makes them brothers in faith. Therefore, always Allah addressed believers as one group. The following statement is repeated in the Quran so many times. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, O you all who believe. You here is a plural pronoun. O you all who believe. Allah never said in the Quran, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, who you, one individual who believe. Our common faith is the tie that makes us brothers in faith. And the stronger the faith is, the stronger the brotherhood, which is the result of this faith, will be. This axiom is very important. It tells us the blueprint for developing genuine communities is sincere faith. Sincere faith produces genuine brotherhood. Genuine brotherhood fruits authentic communities. Harvesting healthy, strong, and authentic brotherhood rests on sowing strong, sweet, sincere faith in our hearts. This is where it all begins. Without this faith binding our hearts, our brotherhood will remain to exist but in a loose, weak, and a feeble form. The indicator of our faith is love. The Prophet, may Allah's peace and blessings be upon him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, ثَلَاثَةٌ مَنْ كُنَّ فِيهِ وَجَدَ بِهِنَّ حَلَاوَةَ الْإِيمَانِ مَنْ كَانَ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ أَحَبَّ إِلَيْهِ مِمَّا سِوَاهُمَا وَمَنْ أَحَبَّ عَبْدًا لا يحبه إلا لله وأن يكره أن يعود في الكفر بعد أن أنقذه الله منه كما يكره أن يلقى في النار Only the one who is marked with three traits will find the sweetness of faith to love Allah and his messenger more than anyone else to love a servant of Allah only for Allah's sake to hate to go back to disbelief after Allah saved him from it as much as he hates to be thrown in the fire. This prophetic statement teaches us that love is the indication of faith. The sweetness of faith is joy. Only with love you can taste the sweetness of faith. When you love more than anything else, the creator of believers. And they love more than anything else, the leader, the father, and the role model of believers, Allah's Messenger Muhammad wasallam. May Allah's peace and blessings be upon him. And then love other believers as your expression of loving the one who created them. And hate to go back to disbelief. 
to disbelieving thoughts, to disbelieving attitudes, to disbelieving behaviors and practices which keep you away from your Creator as much as you hate to be thrown in the fire, then you will taste the sweetness of faith. The sweetness of faith is joy. Only with love you can taste the sweetness of faith. Also Allah's Messenger, may Allah's peace and blessings be upon him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, La yu'minu ahadukum hatta akuna ahabba ilayhi min waladihi wa walidihi wa nasi ajma'in. None of you will believe until I am more beloved to him than his child, parent, and the rest of mankind. We learn from these great prophetic statements that love is what matters the most. Therefore, it's important for believers to invest time and efforts to learn how to love Allah, then His Messenger, then the rest of believers. Remember that believers are one family with strong family ties. You are a brother to a believer not only the ones that you like and you get along with, but also the ones that you do not get along with, the ones that you may have some disputes with. The believers are brothers. We are one family with strong family ties. Even the worst of believers is still a brother or a sister to you in faith. As you know, Killing a soul unjustly is one of the grand sins. The evilness of this sin intensifies when a believer kills another believer. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the glorified, the revered, addressed this issue, He said, فَمَنْ عُفِيَ لَهُ مِنْ أَخِيهِ شَيْءٌ فَاتِّبَاعٌ بِمَعْرُوفٌ وَأَدَاءٌ إِلَيْهِ بِإِحْسَانٌ Whoever is pardoned from some of the punishment due to the killing of his brother, then he should follow up and release payment to the heir of the murdered. 2.178 And even though the murderer committed a grand sin against the society, a grand sin against the murdered, a grand sin against the family of the murdered, Yet Allah addressed the murderer as the brother of the murdered. This Quranic truth teaches us a very important lesson. When someone wrongs you, remember that he or she remains to be your brother or sister in faith. Show mercy, show gentleness, try to solve the problem in a way that is pleasing to Allah. It is indeed a critical quality to show rudeness and belligerence when one disputes with others. Even if you are right, that does not give you the right to be rude and belligerent. If a person is right about something, yet he is rude about it, you know what? He is rated R. Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, may Allah's peace and blessings be upon him, said, أربع من كن فيه كان منافقا خالصا ومن كانت فيه خلة منهن كانت فيه خلة من نفاق حتى يدعها إذا حدث كذب 
وإذا عاهد غدر وإذا وعد أخلف وإذا خاصم فجر Four traits Whoever has them is a complete hypocrite And whoever has one of them He has some hypocrisy in him Until he let go of this trait These traits are If he speaks, he lies If he enters into a treaty, a covenant, a contract He breaches it If he promises, he does not keep his promises And if he disputes, he becomes rude, belligerent, vulgar Fajr May Allah help us May Allah help us to show love and gentleness and concern when we are about to solve our disputes in order for us to solve our disputed matters in a way that is pleasing to Allah in a way in which we honor Allah and in order for you to be able to do that you need to stay away from bad assumptions one of the causes that damage relationships is in general wrong assumptions Allah's Messenger said to do Allah's Messenger Allah's Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam May Allah's peace and blessings be upon him said To do away with this problem إِيَّاكُمْ وَالظَّنِّ فَإِنَّ الظَّنَّ أَكْتَبَ الْحَدِيثِ Stay away from assuming For assumptions is the most false of speech What is ظن? What is assumption in this context? It means to take something as being true or factual without any substantiation and use it as a starting point for a course of action or reasoning. Now there was a man who needed to borrow the car from his friend. He started thinking about that and he said to himself, well now I'm going to ask my friend for this car, he will tell me he needs the car or his wife needs the car or his son needs the car or the car needs oil or the car does not have good brakes my friend does not want to lend me his car he's gonna make all those kind of excuses and he was dwelling on those thoughts as he was dwelling on these thoughts he saw his friend he got up and said to his friend, I do not need you or need your car. <laughs> he was taking things as being true or factual without any substantiation and making it the starting point for a course of action. He got up actually and he said to his friend who might be very willing to lend him the car, I do not need you or need your car. One of your responsibilities as a family member is not to allow yourself to develop bad assumptions about others. You might go to the store and see an old friend of yours. But this person does not treat you, does not acknowledge you. You might start to develop all kinds of bad assumptions about him. And the reality of the matter, this person may have been immersed in his own thoughts that he was totally unaware of your presence. If you get in strife with someone, you may find yourself engaged in an internal dialogue in which you 
devalue this person or you exaggerate the wrong that he did against you or you may put in him a malice intention that he did not have. Allah's Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam May Allah's peace and blessings be upon him tells us this internal dialogue is the most false of speech. Therefore we need to get rid of it. Never dwell on these assumptions. On the flip side of that, you as a good family member, you must not put yourself in situations that give the demon the opportunity to cast bad assumptions about you in the hearts of others. Always explain yourself and be like an open book. The Prophet May Allah's peace and blessings be upon him was at the masjid one night. His wife Safiya came to visit him. They chatted for a while and then he left with her to walk her home. On the way home, two men saw the Prophet walking with a woman under the cover of darkness. They saw her shadow. They were not able to identify who she was. So they started walking quickly away. The Prophet, peace be upon him, stopped them and said, She is Safiya. He identified the woman whom he was walking with in order for them not to develop any bad assumptions. They said, Glory be to Allah, who Allah is Messenger. Meaning, do you think that we may have any bad assumptions about you? He responded, the demon runs in mankind just like the blood runs in the veins. I was afraid that the demon may cast something in your heart. In another narration, I was afraid that the demon may cast evil in your heart. And if the demon casts evil in their hearts, that will be a reason for them to be destroyed. Likewise, if the demon casts in our hearts bad assumptions about one another, that will be a reason for our relationships to deteriorate. So behave in a way that does not give the demon any opportunity to put any suspicion about you in the heart of your brother. And you as a family member also should be very keen not to bring sadness or annoyance to others. When you wake up in the morning, make an affirmation, remind yourself of the prophetic truth that you should not bring sadness or annoyance to others. Be an agent of joy, an agent of mercy, an agent of light. Do not shed heat, shed light. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, إِذَا كُنْتُمْ ثَلَاثَةً فَلَا يَتَنَاجَثْنَانِ دُونَ صَاحِبِهِمَا if three of you were in one group, then two of them should not whisper, excluding the third, because that saddens him. We are required to keep from bringing sadness to another, even if it is because a simple act of careless whisperings. Then, what about the sadness and annoyance that are induced by inconsiderate actions, harsh words and physical abuse. Shouldn't we avoid all of that? And that is very applicable to our students, whether you are in the first grade or in the seventh grade. When you wake up in the morning, 
Remind yourself that you come to school not to annoy anyone. Do not annoy your friends. Do not needle your classmates. Do not tease others. Do not annoy your teachers. Come to the school with an attitude that you want to bring joy to others. Do not come with an attitude that you want to needle and annoy others. Let us develop the habit of smiling. The Prophet wasallam, may Allah's peace and blessings be upon him, say, do not belittle any amount of good treatment. Even when you meet your brother with a smiley face, I'm not saying that we should shy away from discussing issues that are important because someone will be annoyed or someone will be sad. But I'm saying that we ought to say the truth in love, act with courtesy and gentleness. It's important for us also to learn the skill of conversation and dialogue without getting all huffy and puffy. Some people when they talk, they shed more heat than light. But the Prophet وسلم, may Allah's peace and blessings be upon him, was an agent of light. Allah, the revered, the Most High, sent the Prophet وسلم, as an illuminating lantern. He would shed light when he spoke. He would shed light when he acted. And likewise, we need to be agents of light. When you talk, when you are engaged in a dialogue, shed light, not heat. It's amazing how much happiness is generated by gentle and compassionate behavior. Brothers and sisters, loved ones, when we live up to the standards of these teachings, the entire community, be it small or large, experience comfort and joy. The entire society experiences comfort and joy. And I want you to remember, even though your brothers and sisters in faith have some rights over you that non-Muslims do not have over you, nevertheless, non-Muslims are eligible for good, cordial, courteous, honest, respectable, and fair treatment. A Muslim must have malice toward none and show mercy toward all. You are responsible to be a good family member and strive to preserve the brotherhood among believers. The fact that we are brothers in faith means we have to love each other for the sake of Allah. Allah on the day of judgment will say, أين المتحابون بجلالي اليوم أظلهم في ظلي يوم لا ظل إلا ظلي Where are the ones who love each other for my glory? Today, when there is no shade except my shade, meaning the shade that Allah creates on that day, I will put them in the shade. This event that will happen in the future should motivate you today to do your life in such a way that when Allah will say, where are the ones who love each other for my glory? You will raise your hand and say, here I am. Here I am. Believers must love each other for the glory of Allah. Believers must love each other to honor Allah. Believers 
must love each other to make the glory of Allah visible in their deeds and practices. Just like the sky declares the glory of Allah, believers in their moral excellence declare the glory of Allah. And the togetherness of believers is essential for their success as believers who understand that they were created to worship Allah. Fulfilling the purpose of our existence requires the presence and cooperations of other believers. We must understand and internalize that inclusive to the purpose of our existence is to help establish a genuine community wherever you may be. I believe due to lack of realizing that it's inclusive to the purpose of our existence is to help establish a genuine community, we do not treat this issue as a priority. We do not put in it enough efforts, commitments and dedications, but hopefully Upon understanding and internalizing that inclusive to the purpose of our existence is to help establish a genuine community, we will treat this issue as a priority. Harvesting healthy, strong and authentic brotherhood rests on sowing strong, sincere and sweet faith in our hearts. The blueprint for developing genuine communities is sincerity. And it's a very profitable business to live your life on purpose. This is my reminder to you today. I hope that Allah makes us from the people who hear this speech and follow that which is best.